Alright, it's around 4.30 p.m. Late afternoon, November 26th, Sunday. Tail end of this, hopefully, you know what I'm saying, gastronomically satisfying Thanksgiving meal. Hopefully not too many, uh, you know what I'm saying, family issues coming, you know what I mean? Just, you know, good, good family time. Hope everyone got some good family time in um, over this weekend. Uh, this upcoming episodes with Eric, Eric Conroe. My cousin, a couple years older than me, put out a book, chat book, a couple months ago, called Top Blocker. Um, I'm a small press out of Oakland called uh, Gauss PDF. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put all the uh, all the links into the description. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Brooklyn College, MFAN Poetry graduate, long time. Um, on and off Brooklyn resident, um, da- modern dancer in a, shit, I was going to look this up, but I forgot. I'm pretty sure it's a Dean Moss company, you know what I'm saying, some uh, New York City dance company. He's been doing that for a hot minute, and this, yeah, this conversation, only, only uh, I listened back to it, it was from a couple, uh, a couple days ago, no, it was from yesterday, it was from yesterday morning, uh, two days ago, right after, after Thanksgiving, so, um, the only thing I can say, shit, I shouldn't walk towards the internet, so I just get louder. The only thing I can say about it is, like, per usual, I get a little interrogative at points, you know what I mean? Kind of just going a little harassy in my, in my dialogue methods. But, especially since it's the first book about some, about a book uh, written by the person I'm talking to, I think perhaps it's better... If the conversation stays lively, you know what I mean? We're really, really going at each other, making making each other clarify what we mean. Because, you know, the only the worst the worst alternative is it just turns into a little, a little masturbatory, you know, a little circle, you know, circle jerky type thing. Which no one, I don't think anyone really, I don't like that. Wait, wait as, but I'm making it sound like I'm, I'm coming, uh, coming at him about his writing, which is not the case. I think it's just... It was good. It was good. It was, uh, I guess, Eric's, as my cousin, and I have two sisters, kind of closest thing to a near similar age brother. So, you know, we got it. I think I had to had to really parse through all the all the kind of like personal readings of his poems. Um, but it's a wonderfully concise chapbook. Really like just a bunch of nuggets, little nuggets you can sit on. And it's just nice, you know what I'm saying, especially in this day and age, to produce something affordable four dollars gets to get that physical text highly recommend it um and perhaps after listening to this i'll make it uh more interesting have some personal angles to go in um at what what these poems are about um per usual we're out in uh conversation takes place out in bedsty and you're in brooklyn and we're at the window of eric's apartment you know what I'm saying, near the window, let, the, let whatever fumes we're producing um, escape through the window. And, uh, you know, per usual, when you're out in the streets in the afternoon in the city, there's a little bit, there's some construction going on across the street, a little bit, of, you know, a little bit of sound quality, but it actually ends up being somewhat thematically tied to what we're talking about in terms of parsing through our distrust for kind of uh, insulated, flowery language that doesn't really, you know what I'm saying, confront the life with the, the, the physical, you know what I'm saying, 
components of the non-linguistic components of of lived experience. So, you know, the sound bleeds in. Building the house cross street is is, is good. Um, yeah, so uh, it's a good combo. We go in, we really chop it up. Um, um, like I said, post all the stuff in the description. Um, fuck, I can't remember. There's probably one more thing I want to say, but it's all good. So uh, that let's get it. Didn't matter before. Why would it not? Yeah, yeah. Yo, I'm not even gonna lie. When I first read this, I thought you were taking some shots at me when I was is that completely on base? Uh, and what's more, I'm not taking shots. At what's no, what more? I thought you were taking shots at the at my rambly podcast forum. Do you want me to? Do you want me to point out where I thought it was? Yeah, let's get that. Okay, out let's, of let's, let's 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 go. Let's dive right in. Let's <laughs> skim over all the fuck shit. All right. So I, when did this come out? When did this? Hey, hey. Uh, I know it's an indication of my self absorption that I immediately think is about. By reading something by somebody I know. When does it, when does it come out? Was it November? No, I came out here in November. Yeah, it just came out. Yeah, I'm tripping. Um, like this, like this summer. This summer, this past summer. Summer fall, yeah. Yeah. What am I talking about? Summer. So, because I saw you in Christmas, and then this came out six months later, and I ordered it immediately. Got it two days a week later. I was reading on my porch, and there's one. I was like, oh, and I found the one poem. I was like, whoa, this is shots at me. All right, <laughs> going to where? Yeah, yeah, okay. Ah! All right, it's great. I'm three quarters away through this beautiful 24 page chapbook. Yeah. How many pages? It's like 22. 22. <laughs> 22. sources, quotations. Yeah. Page. And I get to page 19. Cure for the search. Oh, yeah. That's about my brother. It's about your brother? Shots at Eli, not you. Okay. <laughs> That's what I started to realize. Is this too personal to start off the bat like this? <laughs> no. Okay, because you're talking about the cure for the search, right? right? And it's immediately shots. Well, I got this vibe through a lot of your poems where you're sort of... Um, is this is this okay how I'm going in? Yeah, I'm not asking yeah, you any questions. No, 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 I'm just rambling no, 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 about my thoughts. You're going in south All right. I I got this sense that there was a there was an energy where you were like sort of pointing out the folly of like a certain type of a type of uh, like meaning making. Oh. Right. Like desperate meaning making. Huh. Or something. Is that accurate? Even just care for the search. It's like. Maybe it's not. Maybe pointing out is a little bit uh, sounds like accusatory. It's more maybe you're pointing it out in yourself too, or something. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a bit of a mocky title, right? Because like this is, I guess, what's presented there is one person's attempts at finding a cure for right. their searching. Okay. And especially in the way he's lived his life, he's always trying to find the palliative. You know, he's always trying to find something that is uh, the answer to the system. Right. 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 Das Boot. But. What's Das Boot? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good boot, you know? Like a good cover. Oh, uh, okay. Cover for all your wriggly little shit. Isn't that what we're all, always trying to do, though? Yeah, but it doesn't exist. But see, that that see that, that, and that, that certainty that it doesn't exist. Well, I mean, you can also boil it down to a dumb shit cliche, right? Like, it's not about the destination. It's about right. Journey. There is no right. destination. I mean, the only destination is death. And you kind of, like, find creative ways to get there. Or if you're all fucked up, like my brother, then... You kind of find your answer in all kinds of places, right? Islam, the Philippines, you know, whatever. Okay, so you're clearly playing off of um, the. Can we? How, 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 fuck. 
What can you say without putting people on blast? No, well, let's assume he's going to listen to it and then talk respectfully about it. You're talking, we're talking about a no-fly list. Oh, yeah. All right? So, so, um, um, let's just say this is a, a random poem about a brother. Um, uh, so cure for the search, um, adopted name on the, on the no fly, on no fly list, how to set aflame, the dull correctives that you're talking about, right? The dull correctives, try, trying to fix, um, fear of always grabbing, okay, um, this is a part where I started here talking about me. Yeah. I realized later it wasn't about me, but, uh, <laughs> but, 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 everything's not swell. Everything's not swell when mere info is used belligerently to connect two dumbfounded ends of constant banter. Like favorite underwear on the brain. Two men hurling suitcases to the beats in pre-recorded auto-tuned conversations lost in the positive vibe of the Tarmix negative space. Like upteens gone wild with their neon semaphores. Alright, it's all kinds of, it's kind of airplane language going on yeah, here. We got suitcases, we got the note, you know what I'm saying? Uh, auto -tune. The, the auto-tune. Yeah, 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 I mean, first of all, it's just a lit uh, organ uh, uh, congregation of words in the first place. Um, you are that, but so much else. You appear in the stories of quick thinking I cook up and route to, and pass around the dinner table while each family me member. We're getting right into the heart of like your most your most family. intense one. I'm sorry. I'm not, no, I love I love you, fam. It's Thanksgiving yesterday. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It's not about that. It's not about that. It's about you know, the kids trying to cure the the, the, the search. That's right. Um, so so okay. In my head, I was like, because you know I'm always posting shit. It was, right. I was, at that time, I was dropped like two mixtapes in, in two months. Right. And I thought you were just kind of like oh yeah then you go you go then you go um i wonder if you ever think i will become pure energy i will become sunlight i will disappear no hope slash remembrances right first off when did you write this uh a while ago, a while ago. one of the older poems in that's what i started to realize too i was like this is like a response to like our last conversation i was no. like you probably wrote this way before no that that was um that was written during grad school so at least like three years ago for. Does it have a direct object or is it just a general musing? No, this is all this is all one this is like one sit down, maybe two, uh and then it was written more or less and it's all you know, it was all about about, you, about Eli. your brother. Have you talked to him about it? No, I mean I think I, I sent him a copy of the book in the Philippines if he can even receive mail there, but uh So he might not have read it. If he did, uh you know, it's not like he's not says my own brother and then it says right. Elias right right right, right. Fly list. <laughs> right 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 right, right. Okay, I, I would sure. put the pieces together if I were him <laughs> so who's lost in the can I is this getting too personal no just let me know if it is who's lost in the um, positive vibe auto tune oh. conversation is that is that is that like uh... I'm really way into this no no I think uh I mean, I just, you know, I like positive vibe with the tarmac's negative space, you know, I love looking at tarmac. Positive, negative, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. But, like, also tarmacs are, like, just a giant open space waiting to be filled by planes. But okay. they're always, I don't know, I like them as a field, you know. Okay. I love so, looking at that. It's like looking at a, a meadow or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the vast concrete meadow. Right. Um, okay. Or, that, like, you know, the airplanes are, like, waterfalls, you know, and the little the dudes with their neon semaphores are, like, you know, deer or birds or something. It's kind of just to clarify, yeah, the semaphore is the, the, the guy leading the, uh, 
like the airplane right. back into the the lane. Yeah, it, it, I feel like I just, I just dropped a music video right before this, and I was like, I was going like this, and I was like, Eric, Eric just, Eric just wrote this a week ago. He's making fun of me podcasting, rambling, lost in the positive vibe, rambling back and forth. You know, what I'm saying just hating on all the new millennial uh, art forms. You know, classic. Can you see how I got that? Yeah, totally. I've I've read it the list. Okay, now that we've got we've established that this isn't just a a personal attack of me. Just the whole is a takedown. We can we can uh, we can actually respect Eric's art and talk about it. All right, so this is a this is a long time coming though. So you've been working on these poems for some of those were in my application to grad school. Like two of them are that old. so what is that, circa 2013, 14? No, I finished in 14, so it's a two weeks, so like 2011. Okay. Some of these films are pretty old. Yeah. But then a lot of them are, I wrote, it's mostly my grad school manuscripts, plus like new stuff. Okay. Like, was that one personal? Personal. I think that's the newest one. Okay, cool. Um, and that one, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, so, and you... You were submitting these for a while, and then you. Yeah, what, what what led to it? You I just feel like you had this, to release it, and yeah, I wanted it. It wasn't going to get any bigger. You know yeah, what I mean, like it was. I kept on trying to put it together with new stuff and make it like actual book length, like 60, 70 pages. Oh, is that right? Yeah, and then it was. Um, you know, people who I was um, around at the time were like, "You should. It's just its own thing. You should just try and get it out there." It was so right. short. But then I knew this this press, this guy, uh, Gordon, that runs a Gauss, that put this out, and um, yeah, I emailed him. Cool. The manuscript, and he was like, "Hell yeah!" So it's a small small press in yeah, Oakland. Yeah, Oakland. Yeah. Cool. Um, so it's online too. You can like print or download the PDF for free, or order the copy for four dollars. I think that's I think that's lit. I hate when there's places where they don't let you see it. Right. It's like, buy it. No, but it also means everything's archived online, you know. But then you can also, like, they have this. If you're into that, if you're into, like, printed matter. Right. Also, like, something to send your family. Not, like, a link in an email. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you feel, yeah, has it, how, has has any of that first book publishing idea where you publish the first book and then you're like get deeply sad is that true is that true <laughs> that post coital first published uh, uh maybe if you're making money off of it that happens <laughs> fair enough you feel you feel like satisfied to have i'm just glad it has a home i was yeah. very grateful i was excited i was like it's somewhere it lives somewhere other than my computer you yeah know, like what else, what more could you ask for yeah <laughs> and has it have you been has it made you like want to write more since or uh, you want to switch with me? Or let's switch. We can sit next to each other okay. if you want to. Like, or yeah, let's just switch. Let's just switch. Right. I don't need to be there. Um, um, well, no, I mean, I, this. I was kind of like taking a break from trying to actually compose poems when this book came out. So I'm not really sure how I'm, where I am. Okay. But, uh, maybe. Who knows? But man, I feel like I've been trying to get more into prose. And I'm going to slide this over a little bit. Can I sit right here? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, you've been focusing more on, like, carpentry, work. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, write something that maybe would reach more people. Okay. 
Like, whatever it is I can do with my voice and writing that is, like, of any benefit to anybody else is you probably not going to be poetry. Okay. I mean, it's going to be, like, something that's more long form. But you, do you feel like that's a recent thing you, you started feeling? I don't know. You've been like, doing, well, talk about what the, 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 the last, however long you've been working with poetry and how it's with readings and whatnot and where you've been. That's a very interview question. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you know, the way grad school works here, it's like, you choose one, you know, fiction, poetry, right, 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 journalism, right. non-creative, not said non-creative fiction, creative non-fiction, whatever yeah, it is, yeah, like, yeah. uh, so I picked the poetry right, one. Right, you've been doing poetry since before that, right? Yeah, I guess, I mean, sort of, I got into it, I was reading it for a while. No, no, totally, before the MFA, yeah, yeah, I was right. like into that poetry scene in New York and right. running those series. and Running the KGB series, yeah. reading, and then, yeah. doing readings. Yeah, yeah, reading all over the place, and and then pretty much did like what I wanted to do. <laughs> I'm not really interested in like um, being a teacher, you know, right. adjuncting is so brutal, and that's the only way to make money. Right. Like, with that world, so... You know, plus the... Uh, I mean... Yeah. I just wasn't trying to hustle anymore after a second. I mean, I wasn't, like, going around and, like, meeting people and, like, trying right. to be, like... Trying to scheme. Promote. Right. Which I was never good at anyway. Um, right. So... And it's, like, promote to what... To what, to what end? Like, who... who, who you're talking to us. You're talking to the same 40 people we've been talking to for, for seven years. You know what I mean? Like, right. Oh, you have another book coming out. Wow. Okay, so you're... Okay, but but it wasn't... Okay, so that... But that sounds like it's a... It's kind of like being at the grindstone for a minute, and then now you're kind of like... Did the poetry book, now you're shifting to... Is it kind of more recent shit? I mean, I feel like when I saw you on Christmas, I was... And you were talking... Or when we were emailing when you were in Hawaii, it was a little bit like that. Like, you were talking about more journalist-type stuff, and that was... Yeah. That's what I was yeah. No? no, that's new. I mean, that's kind of where I started, like with writing. Gotcha. Like when I was 18, that's yeah. kind of supposed into writing. And yeah. now it's back. Now I think, like, if I took a detour into poetry and went to poetry grad school just to give my, if you like, looking back, say, 10 years from now, like, oh, I did that, and that, like, really developed my, you know, my, my poesis, my, my sense of, like, poeticism in a line, in a line of prose, you know, and if you have that little edge or that way of describing or seeing something that other people don't have, right. then that will have all been worth it. I mean, it's not like it wasn't worth it now, but you know right. what I mean? Like, it, it's like he's zoomed in and developed this, like, thing, this one tool this is, one like, case, super yeah. fucking sharp now. And then you can apply that, because, I mean, yeah. I was talking to, um... Because I found my life writing prose, right. right, and I will continue to. Right. I'm not interested in, like, career poetry, but, like, I'm interested in precise language. Precise imagery. language. Like, That's real. Because I've always had a little bit of, like, a super basic, uh, <laughs> basic, like, uh, uh, feeling towards poetry. Like, sometimes when poetry is just, like, too... And this is not... This doesn't even stand anymore, because I've been reading more poetry for that precise reason of, like, right. understanding, like... Uh, let's focus on the sentence before we focus on the, you know what I'm saying, 10K word, uh, word vomit, you right. know? Um, and, uh, um, so, um, but, uh, I was talking to Camilla about, Camilla? Camilo. Camilo? Yeah. About that last night about, because we were talking about the, uh, uh, Alvaro Mutis, uh, and he was a poet for a long time, and then we realized that Bologna also was a poet for his whole mm -hmm. life. So a lot of these people who, who are initially focusing on, on the, 
you know, yeah. writes so much about poets. Everybody writes about as like a failed Chilean poet or whatever. Right, right, right. But I think all those years of just like working on, and I've been actually reading the one, the only Bolaño book that I haven't read through fully. Awkward? No, I've read oh. through that. Uh, it's an unknown university. It's a posthumous compilation of all his poetry. Oh, wow. It's like fat as fuck. Wow. It's lit. It's because both sides have Spanish and English. Oh, you know? yeah. But, and there's just like random ones. He's working as a night watchman in a, a campsite and it's like all these random poems and kind of anyway but you get that sense of like yeah working on the the sense to sense uh basis first i can see how that's like applicable when you're tr trying to expand it um so yeah so it's not like you're completely like ah oh, fuck poetry now no no i mean i'm not like into the scene anymore but gotcha like, um, you know it's useful i have all this you know half my books are poetry that whole those four shelves yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh no, those three. But yeah, like uh, you know, word. Um, this is funny because I read this uh, just in terms of I was trying to trying to uh, uh, locate locate these poems in like a place or like a tangible thing, which is probably why I honed in on the part that I thought was about me. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, this Fulton Street poem, I just reread this morning, and it says uh, the kid stares at her, the kid. She stares at her phone on the corner of Franklin and Fulton. Policing a corner that has no problem policing itself. <laughs> and I was like, oh, random place in Brooklyn. <laughs> and I'm fucking around the corner from Franklin to Fulton right now. That's a trip. <sighs> oh, man, that was like my ode to Fulton Street. Because my teacher at the time, Anselm Berrigan, his dad is Ted Berrigan, and his mom's Alice Notley, and like poetry and royalty. He was saying, he's like, my mother... He'd always like refer to his parents in workshops, like, yeah, we all know. Yeah. yeah. He's like, my mother, <laughs> Alice Notley. Yeah. Um, like, uh, she was like, her complaint, one of her complaints about contemporary Northeast know, poetry was that nobody writes about, she's like, you can't look, you can't read poems read in New York anymore and tell what, what it looks like now, like what's going on, like what the streets are like, uh, what it's like to walk around there, like, I can't get a sense of how the city's changed. And he said that, and I took it as a challenge and, I see. and wrote my Fulton Street poem. He was trying to like synthesize and like, Distill all those the feeling of like all those nights, you know, stumbling out that late night, late like, night kebab. Yeah, and just like trying to make sense of like, uh, you know, like in the in Tanahasi Coates' last book, he said, you know, gentrification is just a nice word for white supremacy, right? Like, and I moved here in like the first wave of gentrifiers, you know, what nine years ago, and. uh not the first, but like... To, uh, no, into this, like, precise area. Yeah, there was South nothing... Bedstein. Yeah, the only thing here was, like, Sushitatsu. After finishing at, at Bennington. No, when I for, Yeah, yeah. Right? So, like... And just, like, I don't know, the, um... Like, the bustle, like, the hustle, the, the, the buzz of Fulton Street, but also, like, the, you know, the violence of that, you know? And feeling, yeah. uh... You know, I guess just, like, the fullness of... Being an observer, a participator in a, in, a, in a situation that you both did and did not help to create, you know what I mean? Right. Um, this kind of, uh, you know, jilted complacency. <laughs> so yeah. So what do you do with what do you do with that statement? Like, where you're, we're back, we're back here on the corner of Franklin and Fulton. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you know, you try to. I don't know. What do I do? Um, 
be honest about that without be honest beating about yourself up without like right. I think too much like guilt or whatever is just another way of like letting yourself off the hook. You know, See, like, it's that's so okay. terrible. Everything that that's happened, it's so bad. Right. Like, well, okay, but here we are still all living our lives, and so how can you? Uh, I don't know. I've had I've had that thought before. It's like, um, yeah, I think it's like. People will want to just talk about how gentrification is bad, but then they're still just participating. But then because they said it was bad, then they are one of the ones who know that it's bad. Okay. Or like I saw this post once. It was like, how not to be a gentrifier in your neighborhood. It's like, ask the deli guy what his name is. And like, <laughs> it's like, no, dude, this is this how not to be an asshole. Like, yeah, you're yeah, still yeah, gentrified. Yeah. Well, you would gentrify with a smile. Good for you. I mean, it's, it's complicated because in some senses, it's like there's an element of segregation in every city, right? Which a lot of people don't want to look at. So well, if, like if it's getting mixed, you know, like this, Harlem, Bedside, right? Harlem, the Bronx, like uh, parts of Crown Heights. But yeah, it's getting, you see these big buildings going up over here. It's, uh, it's just like this municipal brutality. It's like the, you know, the state. And also like the real estate market, you know, exercising its thing. Yeah, I think when you start getting the barricade buildings, um, and you know what I mean? Then it, it starts like I, when I was living in Oakland, there was a huge building being built across the street from where I was living, um, and it had like an enclosed garage space inside. And then it was like a direct, uh, you know, a tech job that was going to come, and people would be living in this insulated high rise area and never leave, you know? Because I mean, in general, you would say like, like I think it's good when people are living in people living in integrated neighborhoods and like talking to people and right. just, I think engaging is like the most important part you know right. what I'm saying yeah. um, so then it's like it becomes more complicated just being like it's bad or it's I don't know you know what I mean um, but um, yeah so I want to like get to the core of I have a couple of like specific poems that I want to talk about but um, like okay so can we return to that first idea about the palliative of the search. Oh yeah, and I can't because I want. I want to just. I want to. I want to just uh, harass slash interrogate you about this for a little bit. If that's okay with you. Okay, so it kind of relates to this poem too. Walk mantics, which is about your bike ride, isn't it? Yeah, I pretty much pulled all the best writing from that blog. Yeah, yeah. and like turned it into. Because I remember you sent a version. And I of used. Me. I framed it off of this John Ashbery poem. I can't remember what it's called, but it's structurally. Okay. This, this, and then this, and it's kind well, of like this. A sonnet. Is this being a sixteen line. Whatever. Stanza, that wasn't going. Like, five. I'm just trying to. You know, yeah. Well, there's like big chunk. Audio. And then right, big chunk. Yeah, sixteen, yeah. five, two, gotcha. and, then, and then in like a traditional sonnet, right, like. What happens in the last two lines is some kind of turn gotcha. or confession or gotcha. revelation or epiphany. epiphany. yeah. And so Ashbury was chopping that up a little bit. Gotcha. Oops. Oh, shit. Sorry. Sorry. And, um, uh, and then so I just went off of his form um, and made that same turn at the end. Uh, right, this, is another, this is another line that's like sort of shots at me also. Um, <laughs> okay, so walk mantics. I had to uh, look up what mantics meant again this morning. I looked at it the first time. 
Oh, it's not. A, I don't think it's a word. Well, it's an adjective. Mantic is an adjective. Oh yeah, like spiritual. Well, that's the play. It's like romantics, right? Gotcha. The romantic. It's poem. the etymological root. Gotcha. But also like being manic, mantic. We like, doing just over here making up words and shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you're because we're like the romantic sense of the poem, right? Like of the outdoors, just like like Wordsworth and Coleridge. You know, they were gross. They hang out. They go on these walks together, and like you yeah. walk around like your property, like who's Yeah, exactly. And this is beautiful shit came out of that, but also that is just the tip of the iceberg for like, um, you know, all that stuff that like Edward Abbey talks about, like not projecting off the landscape, you know, okay. not attributing human qualities or even ideas of beauty to a mountain or a tree. You know okay. What I mean? And like, letting it be what it is. So he yeah. says, hacking sound in the wilderness. I will no longer hurl adjectives at a tree, hurl adjectives at a tree, or chase through an interesting field my desire to be compared to. To be admired in the assertive world of flame. I will just suppress my desire to personify. I will acknowledge more distance than I cover. Um, so, yeah, I, the, the reason why I thought shots at me is because, no, <laughs> writing about. Acknowledge more distance than I cover. Yeah, like, there, there's that too. And yeah, just hurling adjectives at a tree. I'm over here, like, just describing, like, <laughs> landscapes, moving through landscapes, and you're just like, oh, cool, yeah, you're writing a long thing about walking through a place and uh, describing the land. Yeah, you see what I do? I let it be. I let it be. I don't try to throw my words at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 4,000 miles, one poem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was joking with Marie about that, how, like, I'm always talking about working on some shit, but I keep editing it down. Like, in 10 years, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I, 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 I cut it down. It's six words. Now it's six words now, super tight, yeah. super tight. And that's what she said. She's like, He's got it down to 270 words. She said, That's in a page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I got that. I got the haiku, yeah. uh, Missouri tree grass walk. Yeah, yeah. Um, shit, 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 Marlboro. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. But yeah, so, um, but you do feel something like that a little bit, right? So, this feeling of you were talking about that a little bit about, uh, we were joking about how. Uh, uh, all the all the animals last night. All the animals that are left are just like the and the species that survived yeah, the Holocaust. Yeah, that like is more like the survivors of an apocalypse. Of an apocalypse. Like a, nature a, a human, a human provided apocalypse. Yes, yes. Right. So all you got is like you took all the all the all the small, medium rodents and predators that survived, but all the big predators. Diesel truck. Say that again. Ups. 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 UPS coming through. Uh, <laughs> now the. Um, yeah, the little things that survive, right? Foxes, raccoons, rats, coyotes, ravens, rabbits, like, yeah, those are the survivors. Right. <laughs> the uh, mountain lions insects. are dead. The bobcats are almost dead. Right, right. So there's element of, it's probably to what you're talking about with the gentrifying view of, like, well, that's a, that's a very, that's actually a very sus comparison. <laughs> very sus comparison. But I just mean in terms of, like, the West, the West's impulse to, like, make make things yours. Right. Right? Including how they look at animals. No, well, maybe it's not the West. I don't know. I'd be, I'm making nebulous, like, statements like that. Naming things. Naming things. But, yeah. but, the, but don't we, what about, okay, can I, what about, okay, but, can, but the, mustn't we name things <laughs> in order to communicate? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you also don't need to put things into a universe of understanding. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know. I think it's a poetic impulse, right? Like, I think that uh, the poem, instead of being a machine that explains something, can be something, rather, a tool that creates a space uh, just of 
fallibility. You know what I mean? Like for uh, you, a space of fallibility versus yeah. infallibility. Yeah, uh, uh, versus a contingent like, space. Yeah, it's not an explaining machine. It's a contingent, fallible object that you know attempts to explain something, but you're not like setting things down. You know, what sure, I mean? sure. Not like I love, I love Ezra Pound. I love Uncle Ez, but I can never write that confidently. You know? For sure. And what happened to him? He turned to a fascist and ended up in a cage. So did he have it? No, yeah. Half the peas in Contos were wrote. Um, from this cage. Okay, for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. It's like, you know, it's like reading history on LSD. <laughs> okay, that, that, yeah, that's definitely a poetic, but you're not just explaining, you're also describing, right? You're offering, you know, you're, you're, you're offering a, a try. It's a try. <laughs> it's a stab. It's, it's a stab at it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I mean, the interesting thing is you're talking about like objectifying like, like, and, like I, 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 I agree, I don't like uh, 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 language, it just feels like masturbatory reveling in itself, you know what I'm saying? And like, right, we're like, things in, a, in an empty theoretical realm. We're just coming at, coming at nature with your little tools, which are like about emotion and color, and like, oh, the mountain is like, the mountain is like, you know what I mean? Like, like this, like, yeah, like, and like, the him or Daki? All the, uh, right. see. okay. Like, uh, also, say that nature has no opinion, the first line, that actually, uh, is dance, it's all, like, ties into dance and performance, too, so I was doing this, yeah, okay. was doing this show, and, uh, there's this part where I had to, like, a dance show, yeah, modern dance that show. big, that big, uh, big traveling piece I did, okay, um, and I had to, like, um, f- like, totally flip out at one point on the ground, like, I was lying on my back, okay, and, like, like riding around almost like seizure like so hard that I was like off the floor a little bit. What? Yeah, like crazy fucked up shit in my and then this guy, this choreographer that's uh, Ralph Lemon, who's just one of the best, he came up he was at the show and he came up to me afterwards and he was like talking about that specific moment and he yeah. was like, You know, Eric, you know <laughs> you reminded me of, of nature, you know, that the force, you know, nature doesn't have an opinion, it just it just goes. <laughs> And I was thinking about that phrase. Okay. Like, it burned into my head, like, on my trip, on my bike trip after that. Right. And so that's how I started. I was like, how do I write about this? How do I right. say that, like, it starts the proposition. Say that nature has no opinion and the names of things out here, you know, things that seem just like trees and then plays with the state, Kansas, Utah. Right. I mean, my favorite part of this poem is, um... Constant, near constant, refusal to name is the state will instead pay to get into, away from the aggressive this has happened of the outdoor moment, observing our words repelled, handed back to us through the gas, the grass in Kansas or maybe Utah, past the gnarled bodies of failed trees, inside the hours of resplendent oddness I killed with a few idly chosen words. I mean, that's the heart. You kill, yeah, you kill, you, you, ki- you kill the moment with your fucking record words. Recalled, yeah. recalled, pinned down. And so, yeah, John Yao's poet talks about how language seeks to domesticate experience. Okay. Um, domesticating with words, and then these interviews with, like, Fred Moten and this guy, Charles Henry, uh... Well, what's wrong with domestication? I was like, <laughs> you go, you go, you go. I <laughs> uh, Um, like... Yeah. Yeah. There's places that words don't go, you know? Right. Like, right. I've always thought about, I don't know, how everything is always trying to be compared to music, and to call something musical, you know? Right. Dance. Lyrical. Dance had to rip itself away from music, right? Okay. In the early 20th century and become modern. And okay. Like poetry has gone through the same thing, like the language poets, the okay. concrete poets, and all this stuff. Yeah. So it's like, 
we don't music musicality does not need to be our highest aspiration. You know what I mean? Music is fucking music. Yeah. And like, there's a realm that it exists in and affects us from that language does not um, approach. Gotcha. And that's okay. Make, yeah, make that <laughs> music always wins. That's a line I've been wanting to use for a while. <laughs> music always <laughs> wins. That's like some. That's like some. That's like some Nietzsche Wagner beef type shit. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably just sidebar for now, but that's real. That's real. Nietzsche's just, just like. That this impulse, this sentimental impulse, which is given to the goddamn r- romantic. Yo, can you hand me that water? Oh, God, sorry, bro. Uh, words, words can get you. Words can get you there, man. Words can, words can get you wet. But um, goddamn it, what is going on? What are they doing? What are they doing? Okay, well, the word, the world is encroaching on our attempt to pin it down with our, with their little podcasty words right now. So like, this is very apt. It's very apt. Nonetheless, <laughs> it's not the great podcasting uh, sound, you know. But they over there building their house and shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a large scale renovation. That's a tear down. Um, okay, so that, first off, talking, talking about your trip, your bike trip. So what is this? Circa 2011? Can I just pin down the last of my so. memories? Yeah, 11. Uh, 2011, you biked across the country in a month? Two months. Two months. Yeah. NY to SF. Because I wanted to go in a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I said NY oh, to oh, SF. And why did you go to And why <laughs> San Francisco? Is it? No, Virginia. Charlottesville, Virginia. Charlottesville, Virginia. Started, Charlottesville, Virginia. Started 300 miles inland. Wow. Because I had a friend in, in Seville and was just like... Okay, so this is like... So this poem is like also like you having gone through all this shit, been so super outside, been super outdoor mode. And also just like completely alone. Like, completely alone. I would, Dude, I, would, I wasn't like... Oh, no. I'm so fragile that if I added anything to the mix, like we got stoned once, and yeah. added like a, took an off day, yeah, you know, because you have to take a day off like every nine or ten days for sure. Recover, um, but like I got stoned and went into this McDonald's and they had put real flowers on the table. And I just lost it. I just started crying. It's like, it's like, it's so beautiful. They care. I'm trying to, they're just getting that holding it down at their McDonald's job. Trying to make it nice. <laughs> they're trying to add some flowers oh, to the stair. Oh, fuck. Damn, oh, that's such I'm an like, ugly place. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, the, the, I, I will say that the, the marijuana is not conducive to the hypervigilance necessary to be in that in you that, that camping mode. Cards and you're just, you're you're just, just like, it's nighttime and you forgot that you got to find somewhere to sleep. You're fucked. Yeah, you, you see like all this life and passing by you every day and like and the roadkill and like, you know, you just, uh, oh man, you just, uh, every day feels like a final confrontation with your own thought. You know? Did you life. get depressed after? After the trip? Yeah. I mean, I'm what did you do right after? I came back here to Bedside, actually right there, the apartment a hundred oh miles away. Is where I was living on Bedford. Yeah. I never came over there. I never came over there. Ah, oh, one time. One time? One time, yeah. Yeah. It had the same little room like this. Yeah, this room, it feels like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's open pretty room. much the same, yeah. Yeah. The two entrances. Yeah. Describe it, you know, high ceilings. Yeah, it's a nice room. It's a nice room. Didn't have the tin ceilings. Okay, so you, you got, and you, were, you got back into some dance type shit? You just wanted that type shit? Yeah, so that was that trip happened in between rehearsals and touring for that piece. Okay. So it was all tied up in that. Yeah, that's that's smart. You have a thing to jump right into. I think well, <laughs> you can plot the whole kind of hustle. I mean, yeah, yeah there's always like a, I always go back and forth, like dance and poetry and then like going to grad school I guess was like professionalizing in right. air quotes that uh, impulse. Right. right. Go to grad school, get the degree. Right. Not even that, you know, it didn't cost that much money, and God knows if it, like, helped me 
I think some people need grad school, you know? There's that whole MFA versus NYC, the whole N plus one shit about how you don't need to go to grad school, you just uh, go to readings and talk to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, you know, it's like, well, maybe. Maybe some people need grad school. It's okay to have needed grad school. For <laughs> sure, for sure. I, I feel like that has a lot of... Yeah, so you feel... That's just... It always happens. I have a couple of threads and then somebody else comes up and then I want to, like, Pin it down with what my idea of the thread should be. What were we talking about? Okay, this is we okay. pre-gaming at the sink. We were talking about like uh, pre-gaming at the sink. Oh, what led to first writing uh, 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 this book? Oh, right. Uh, yeah. This, I mean, wait, but let me just finish the third real quick. Okay. Uh, unless you want to no, move no, that no, right no, 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 no. I was just having a realization because I, I think that stuff you were talking about earlier about about um, pinning down pinning down the world with your words. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Killing, killing the lived outdoor moment with your recollected fucking inscriptions in your dusty ass room. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or um, even standing there in your bed looking at it like, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's the worst. X is just like X. Like, well, actually, it's, it has nothing to do with you at all. <laughs> okay. Okay. It um, has no opinion. Wait, what do you mean by like nature doesn't have an opinion? You know what okay. I mean? It's just like it doesn't. It has as a concept or a force. It has no way of relating back to your, like, anthropomorphizing impulses about it. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's just, it's like it can't, it, it can't defend itself against your, like... Right. <laughs> so, so maybe it just don't touch that shit. Don't try to, don't try to... This reminds me of... This can make me sound pretentious, but it doesn't matter, because I don't care anymore. But, um, and I mentioned this earlier when I was talking to Aaron, but I was talking about how it took me, like, three years to get through Tractatus. Uh-huh. Wittgenstein. Yeah, yeah. Because I, even though it's only 100 pages, because I'd start reading, I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. You know, it should but take three years. When I came, when I finally got to the end of it, like the my 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 major, like if I were to sum it up, you know what I'm saying? Is yeah. like, is like we always we always think that with words. Like this also describes how I used to like think about language. Was uh, there's a thing, there's an intangible thing I want to describe. Right. So I'm gonna come at it from all different angles. I might throw three consecutive adjectives at the thing right. because they're all hinting at the thing. And maybe you'll get Wittgenstein saying, "No, the world we see, we look around and we see in language. This is a thing. This is table. This is that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and that's all we can. That's all we can talk about. So there is no intangible thing you're going to get. Like, what can be said is all that can be said. Right. You can't say some shit and hint at this sublime and get it. So don't even try to. Right. But that doesn't mean that the sublime isn't there. It's there, but just you know, where one cannot speak, one must remain silent, right? Right. So that's kind of relevant to what you're talking about, right? Yeah, so yeah. you can't, you're not even going to try to touch that other shit that you can't pin down, right? Well, that's why people, so one of my old teachers, Ben Lerner, has this, uh... Ben Lerner was one of your teachers? Yeah. At Brooklyn College? Yeah, yeah. He's part of why I went. He was, uh, he taught my first poetry workshop. So he worked up a lot of these poems. He taught you station guy, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, his poetry... How was it working better. with him? Um, you gotta speak up, bro. His poetry's way better than his fiction. Yo, sorry, Ben, man. <laughs> Read some more poems. Um, but, you know, he's got he's got two kids, and, and, and the money is in fiction, so I get it. <laughs> yeah. Plus, those, those prize, that prize money is in fiction, too. Um, okay, okay, okay. Um, but I was just, I was thinking about that vacation idea, also in the context of the fact that I feel like you're, the fact that you're dance, you you did modern dance for a long time, yeah. which is such a somatic, you know what I'm saying, like body-based type 
yeah. awareness. Right. So that's interesting. That's got to inform your uh, 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 skepticism towards like language sitting there. You know what I mean? Like, it's not engaged in your body. Yeah, but the reason I got away from dance is because I was at this performance or like went back to writing. You know, like went to grad school. I remember this one night where I was like. I'm realizing that like dance has no language of its own, and that's not its job, right? Right. It's for instance, it's like I feel like What's going after on outside, dude. Oh, there, there, <laughs> there's sparks flying. This is the worst sound quality ever. Uh, no, they're yeah, they're tearing that down. Keep on, bro. Like, uh, what was I saying? You're talking about why you switch from dance. Oh yeah, because like dance, it's. Okay, for instance, after a performance, they have a, a feedback, a talkback, whatever, right? Like After a dance performance. Yeah. Yep. And it shouldn't, that, that should never happen. People should be, get up, or at least for the first 20 minutes, and only be allowed to respond physically. You know it's what I mean? Si- it's a silent, it's a physical, non-linguistic, yeah. or at least non Trying to, like, put that into words is, uh, is very difficult. And I was, you know, it's like, I don't, I'm not trying to, like, be a choreographer. I'm not trying to do this as a career, so... Uh, yeah. Maybe I could be more precise in my concerns right now with language than with movement, but... Okay, wait, wait, wait. So why, why did you switch then? It sounds like you have an dis- inherent, like, uh, distrust for language. Yeah, I switched because I didn't want to make a career out of, like, dancing and choreographing and stuff. You know what I mean? I wanted, and I was like, oh, maybe maybe the career direction has more to do with words. <laughs> you, you, you got a poetry MFA because that was represent the, queer, the career the career, the career responsible choice. I'm not I'm not laughing at you because I'm on the, exactly the same wave. It's just a funny statement. You know what I'm saying? No, not even responsible. Just like, you know, it was like when I stopped doing martial arts, like when I stopped, like, you have to choose, you know, what to, what to go after. So I was like, all right, let me choose. Yeah. Let me choose uh, writing. Okay. Um, or go back to right here. And and okay, so I mean that's gotta be, that's gotta be hard to to be able to write shit if you you feeling like <laughs> you're not gonna be able to describe anything. What can you describe? <laughs> uh, What's the point of writing that? Ooh. You know, everybody responds in, in different ways. Like sometimes, and and have things that they're better at responding at um, at responding with like I can respond pretty well you know to the information of being on earth uh, with writing I think for myself you know yeah. um, I also just think that like you know writing is a lot about comparing one thing to another like asserting okay. that one thing is like another thing you know like Drawing like a strangeness and a comfort and a wonder from that all at the same time. Okay. Um, I mean, there's some more uh, letting the ambiguity sit. Yeah. In the language. So here's like a, a sense of a feeling, right? Shoot. Like uh, you're obliged to be seated across from the mirror tree. I don't know, you're obliged to what? To be be seated. Okay. Across from the mirror tree, it's a cappella reflections of light, so as to clearly see everything that shapes so well. Privilege, rhetoric, coterie, vibe, all disappearing into one another slowly. You know what I mean? Okay. Or like, uh. Wait, wait, hold on. Okay, well, read all you want. I want. Or just like, uh, oh, you underline this part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Read the part I underline. Uh, this guy and his friends swear upon the ring of common, but to drink for the continuation of their tribalism is what they will want from you, however educated they are, however inverted their patriotism, however surprising the angles of their disgust. That's, Let's talk about that. You sound like an asshole. No, but, no, but what, why did I underline that? Because 
Because it's like, it's, fuck you, basically. No, because they're, because I was thinking about uh, drugs at that time, and then uh, the line, they will abl- they swear... No, because this guy and his friends swear upon the ring yeah, of we're all, this we're, all, we're all in this together. But to drink for the continuation of their tribalism is what they will want from you, however educated they are. That's because, that's because I was not drinking, and I was like... I was noticing that everyone just drinks <laughs> yeah. to be social, and then like I wanted to be like have a social life and have friends, but then I realized like if I didn't drink, I was just like this weird outsider who didn't partake. You know? And it's like that's like that's like the gang that's like the gang um, uh, hazing of of, of of the of of of, the, of America. Oh right. <laughs> Is, right, right. I mean, you, even I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, his partner who I just met for the first time, and she was in a in a law school. She's at NYU Law School, and she had to stop drinking because every single social function involved getting shit faced together. Especially in grad school. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, why is that not different than come through to the dealer, you know, hit the, hit the J to make sure you have to... Anyway, anyway. <laughs> but I'm not even on that wave anymore, but that's what that's why I underlined it. But you, what, are you, what are you saying? Now really reading it, you feel like there's some fuck you in there? Yeah, just like, you know, people... <laughs> I don't know, man. Especially with like the uh, getting into some hot water here. Go in, bro. Go in. Oh, you don't have to, but but like just the you know with the special. I've said some really suspect stuff on this podcast. The way that um, you know people walk around with the and this is what you do, but it's the way that identity is fortified and then broadcasted. Yeah. um, which happens now more than ever before, you know, and it's like, if you, if you feel that your identity, you know, corresponds to like a process of um, oppression, right? Like where you're coming from has not been like the main thing. The main ever, narrative, yeah, right? the, main, the dominant narrative. Right, the dominant narrative, exactly. Um, then, then you, sorry, you know, then you're, then you're talking, and then you have your, you have your, uh, you know your ascendancy into uh, into like a primary, you know, um, into the to into the, the mainstream. But like, I guess I don't know. I mean, I guess the, the what I'm really talking about is like the dumb fantasy of like an actual tight knit coalition on the political left. You know, right? And some people, especially not Americans, um, will look at what is happening in the universities here and see it as like a diffusion of. Um, Interest, you know, it's like, well, this is my space, this is my space, this is my space. Fusion, faction, I, uh, yeah. breaking up of the, I'm this you, very specific thing, and that's what I'm all about. Right. Um, and I just think that can be, it's limiting, you know, having one dominant narrative and experience is very limiting, but splitting yourself up uh, and then fighting amongst yourselves, you know, when you're all basically on the left anyway, like right. in Trump's America is perhaps suicidal. Suicide, <laughs> yeah. Counterproductive. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, not to say, I mean, you know, and I don't want to be like, oh, like I'm the, like, like white passing dude who's like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a good oh, phrase, white passing. I just started using that. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like, to be the one saying that, like, all right, everybody, maybe dial back your... Cons-. That's not what I'm saying. I'm See, just saying, like... Yeah. You know, uh, it just seems... Um, seems like a, you know... 
eight big identities were dropped into the river and then everybody ripped them all to shreds and took what they wanted. Well, it's, it's interesting. There's a couple ways to look at it because, like, on the one hand, when, when initially initially faced with some stuff like that and then seeing, uh, you know, uh, 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 these, yeah, a new faction or someone who has, who has a really strong sense of where they stand in the context, you know, and right. um, initially you're like, Whatever you could have, whatever types of feelings you have, but then eventually, I my response is sort of like uh, envy <laughs> to be that to be that sure about who right. you are and where you you know what I mean? Yeah. Like and so, damn, you know exactly. I don't. I don't. I, this shit is changing. You know what I'm saying? All the time, I, I encounter. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Had a weird interaction, and I, I you know, whatever. But then I wonder if that sort of uh, certainty and not need. Uh, not need uh, uh, ability to be immune from like needing to hyper specify my identity in, in a certain context has to do with the fact that I'm able to like you said be a, a white passing male right. uh, that cop pulls up whatever I'm doing I, a voice comes over me right. what's going on here I found, sound very assertive and uh, eloquent what's going on you know and it's that, it's that that's that social capital. Right. That's that's that. That's that's what you, that's what my liberal arts education gave me. Right. You know what I'm saying? That was what I paid for. Uh, be able right. to finagle my way out of that sitch. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, so maybe because I have the ability to fall back on that, I feel less of a need. I, it's okay to dwell on that view. You know, I don't need to define. You, you think that's fair? I don't know. It's yeah. a little bit. No, fake I'm always work, such but. a dick to cops, and that's like the biggest pr- privilege of all. You know, that's like when I was reading Hunter S. Thompson like last week with the fuck I was like. A lot of this is lit, but a lot of this is him just showing like how much he can flex on uh, on the system, right. which isn't entirely you. It's also your appearance, bro. Right. You know what I'm it's, saying? I would go so far as to say that it's only appearance. It's only the appearance. way that you look is the only thing that matters. You can right. be you can be half black and come out and so light that you look white, and then and people aren't going to discriminate against you. Right, but you will be you'll be you know what I mean you you won't you won't be black in America because you won't look. People will not read you that way and I mean that's really the root of racism right like di- differentiating by um, sight uh, and not even just racism but like you know things that happen in other countries with like right. tribal cleansings that aren't have nothing to do with racism as right. I understand it but like you look the wrong way you know you're getting macheted I definitely agree it's appear- it, like appearance appearance is is is, is the foremost like uh uh, what's the what's the word? Uh, 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 currency. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And it's strange how identity follows appearance. Pretty much. I mean, with stuff that's going on now, like that's that's it. Like uh, you can have. What do you your, mean by that? You can have your identity, but if you if the way you look, I mean, talk in terms of like race, doesn't accord with that. You know, with like how other people are seeing you. Right. Then it's like great, like good for you, but like how much of the like weight of the racist state that you take. Right. Is based on how you look, right? Not but how you feel. It's not about just. It's not just. See, like it's. Not, I, I think, especially now, it's not just um, um, the way you look ethnically. Um, it's, there's ways you can manipulate your appearance, right? Right. Um, with clothing, whatever, uh, the way you speak, you know, the way you carry yourself, and I think. So, I mean, you can code switch all you want, but you can't. You can code switch your appearance. I mean, you could with you, your outfit, but you like totally can. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I think. But I think what's cool in, in culture now is like, I, I think that's that's the only way to make those to make those different uh, categories of appearance and and language and codes be more nebulous is like good, right. don't you think? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Because but, I mean, it, it, I guess what I'm saying is all this stuff is, is it, it feels very complex and like you know you have uh, more and more people learning what like intersectionality means. You know, as a theory. You know, realizing that like you know it's really like what does it mean? Well, I think intersectionality for me, I, I understand it through a couple different lenses. One, or I mean, I think there's ways things that can be compared to. Yeah. So, like intersectionality. What? It's like well, it's like looking at something holistically basically right, right. like or in an ecosystem you right know? it's not just uh, I don't know it's not just one shitty thing that the US government does or has done or has always done you know what I mean it's right. all of these it's like race class education like right. all these things coming together right and informing each other and intersecting right um, yeah. Yeah. So intersect intersectionality applied to art or something would maybe be something that like crosses spheres of. I guess my point is that that's all that's complex and it's rich and it's vital and it's interesting and it's good and it's good. But what's the but? Nothing but about it. It's yeah. just disheartening and depressing and also fascinating to see how fast that shit disappears from the realm of like. How quickly it's diminished by um, the crudeness of uh, appear- appearance. You know what I mean? How like? Uh, okay. Oh, I'm not making sense anymore. No, you are making sense. I just don't know if I agree with that. Because that seems to be a sign, like the idea of. Because I, I, I don't think how people judge you. You know what I mean? Right, but I want to say that appearance is 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 way more nebulous and more manipulable than your. You know what I mean? I don't think there's an essentialism to it. Like, I will. Be a certain type of way. I'll let my hair go out. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. throw on some leather shoes. You know what I'm saying? Walk around in a certain way, and then, and then I'll bust my head and throw on some J's and a tall tee. Yeah. And I'll have like fools stepping to me and like thinking I'm like right. on some like gang shit. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? And that's cool. Or or, or no, that's cool. That's just that that an idea like that is like why it's like I think intersectional intersectionality can be applied to appearance. Don't you think? Yeah, if you're a hoppa. If you're a hoppa, yeah, if you're a hoppa, yeah. But I, yeah, okay, fair enough. But you're a, a ha, uh, what's a half? Sort of. Yeah, ish, I mean, I didn't really realize, I was thinking, I mean, like, no, and I was like, not interesting, like, somebody discovering their whiteness, but like, I didn't really realize how white I or my concerns were until I went to college, you know, surrounded by a bunch of white bread people, like, in high school. If I, you know, if I'd been forced to, to say, I guess I would have thought of myself as like Chicano, you know. Right. And then I got to college, it's like, oh, I'm actually, no, I'm more like these people. But like, I didn't okay. come up in high school because everyone I knew was Mexican, and like, everyone in my life was speaking Spanish. And my entire high school was like. That's what I'm saying. In San Mexico, Diego, there was a lot of, like, a lot of, yeah. Um, um, but I don't, you know, I mean, any, and then it's like anything that you can. I don't know, it's just like these things of like an advantage. You need, like, I don't know, it's it kind of, it's fucked, man. It can like be to your advantage, but can also hold you, hold you down, you know? Well, the way I've, I've been thinking about this a lot, about uh, a thing that's annoyed, that can be annoying, it's kind of like we're talking about the gentrification idea, is when someone, when people do have privilege, a lot of privileges, but like because of the landscape now, it seems like it's bad to be, uh, in that position, you know what I'm saying? Whatever that that it could be, old money. Right. It could just be 
what you, like, what did you say before? Um, a male pass, uh, white passing. Yeah. Like it could be that faculty. It could be education. Like the move is actually to uh, take on the responsibility of employing that. Well, versus, and then, yeah, versus trying. Me, to, yeah, right? me, like, and, and also like the responsibility. You know, it just while we're on it of like uh, of your gender. You know what I mean? Like, like all these guys. You, you know that either on social media or in private that are like. Oh yeah, you know, I was thinking about like all my history and like with women, and you know, I'm pretty sure I'm good. I think I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking about earlier. Yeah, and like no one, none of us are pretty good, dude. Like the very least that anybody is guilty of, which is bad enough in itself, is like uh, riding on that system, right? Like, like, like passively reaping the rewards of the misogynistic culture you live in. Right. And even if like you think you've never been pushy. Um, capitalized on the fact that culturally there's you know like what you can get away with right, right, right. and like I mean it's it gets it gets dark <laughs> no I, I actually I actually kind of feel a little more what you're saying then where there is there are ways you can manipulate elements of appearance but there are also like baseline things like yeah. right because that's a perfect example of that I mean all this Harvey Weinstein Louis C.K. you know every other day is probably three more since Alaska. Charlie Rose. Charlie Rose. You know what I'm saying? With all this stuff, I almost think it's a different response from um, depending on where you stand in that spectrum. It requires right. a different response. Right. Um, and I think, and you could say, like, you could be a, you could be a white male dude. Um, if you are able to be, if you are able to appear like that, the way you respond to that situation is different. And is, all I'm going to say is it's not to be, Completely vilify, uh, you know, these and act like you have no part in them. If, right. You should look specifically and think about where you have power and how you've been able, how you've responded to it because it's all relative. You know what I mean? Completely. Yeah. Um, but that's real. That's real. All right. What, what else we got? Yeah. Let's fucking shift gears. Every time this podcast goes to go to Harvey Weinstein, I immediately want to skirt out of it. I don't want to. I don't want to go down that shit. <laughs> Um, this happened last time too, bro. Oh, here, here. Shoot, this this shoot. is maybe topical. Uh, well, this is all. This poem is like uh, one of the older ones, but the way it turns is like really, really fast. Uh, really short lines. I need to know more words, how to put sentences together right so I can gather the moving evidence that, by pointing to maps, charting belief in the possibility of radical change answers the question of when, how drunk, whose flock, what mystic always drew an ominous aura around her face and seems still to bring news of what it means to be able to stand the lack of something old to which to appeal during a rapid change of direction, a deception so unspeakable, so deeply normal that I was simply never suspected of it. I'm talking about getting away with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, but you need words. You need words to de- to describe that. Yeah, it's just like I mean that's kind of like mocking. Like I don't. Know, I need I need to know I need, more exactly. words. I need, I need to, to know, know more words so I can, can like describe yeah. this properly. Okay. Like, uh, and then like all the know. things you gotta describe. Oh yeah, yeah, things you gotta say. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's the what am I close with? Um. Oh. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Mr. Starts with Mr. Um, okay, okay. So, okay, so there's some. So, if there's something, some way that we're trying to 
manipulate language to to communicate ourselves in in a in a in a network of interactions that's sort of flawed from the outset. Right. Am I making sense? Yeah. If that's the case, and then a lot of the times you're pointing that out, where do you go after that? You're still using words to describe something. Right. Right. You do what you can with language. <laughs> you know, I mean, you approach what you can approach. So it's sort of just like a di- a di- I don't mean this in a bad way. Like, it's good to have it sort of defeatist uh, 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 viewpoint when you go into writing of what you can achieve. So then you don't try to pin down. And right. You're and able to just dwell. Is, poetry is different poetry too. Because well, I feel like fiction, the not okay, the novel is trying to recreate and redescribe and contain the entire world. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a window on um, it, but it's a giant yeah, window. I mean, I'm talking in a yeah, traditional, traditional sense. Traditional, like, traditional, okay. Um, a world, yeah. Yeah. And it's like that, it's, you know, fucking Pynchon or Wallace or, or you know, um, yeah. Rushdie, and he's like, Galani of this matter, like... Kind of, but kind every, of, all yeah. of his first seven books were yeah. beautiful and 100-page uh, paperbacks. Yeah, right. That and then, like, the short story wants to do the same thing. Right. It has the same concern... But it wants to do that by like drawing this one perfect little window. Okay. You know what I mean? Instead okay. of like a huge, huge like a right. yeah, gallery. Right. Uh, so then, where does that leave poetry? Right. We don't have the novel. We don't have the short story. We don't have narrative in that same way. So, right. I mean, what to me the answer to that question is like that you are always trying to like you're always trying to do what those what what the novel and the short story are trying to doing. Are trying to do, but you have such a you know you get a one-page poem. You're trying to, to talk about shit. You can cover a lot of ground, you know. Um, or you could point out a thing. Yeah, one thing. You could point out a specific. Thing. Okay, but you were talking earlier about sometimes you felt like there's a little fuck you to it. You still feel like that? Yeah, I mean Andrew from last night in you know, workshop once he was like you know he's like you have this certain way of putting lines down and like. These lines are like a, you know, it's like a confession and an accusation at the same time. Interesting. <laughs> a confession and accusation at the same time. Okay. Yeah, I mean... Which is, I guess, kind of my whole deal. Okay. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and, you, and you feel like... Yeah, okay. Um, Wait, would you... Would I underline something in the first... I can't read what that said. What's... I can't read that. Uh, I said... Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, um... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, what's wrong with that? Hashtag fancy. <laughs> Into this. In a sudden neck of air and feeling the spring... Okay, sorry. In a sudden neck of air and feeling the spring, lonely guy gets vegetable tattoos. <laughs> Life hinging on one acknowledgement, one nod that a complexity continues. Can't place heal thy rhythm? So I felt like what you were saying was like, yeah, it's just pointing out this desperate impulse to to get that, you know, it's kind of like get that like, you know, yeah. get that IG, get yeah. that IG, third, you know, track that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel you when you're in a landscape where everybody's like, <laughs> you're kind of like, everyone just chill. I'm anxious too. There's other, you know, can we just calm down? But I don't know, like, I almost feel like a lot of my ideas about, uh, certainty in like the flaws of, a, of ways people operate didn't get disrupted but like shifted over the past year due to like 
maybe personal apocalypses and just like the general apocalypse of like the shifting political landscape and like you know saying the fact that that type of energy is coming out from like the, 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 the political god position in our, in our people you know so then it's like trying to trying to like push my energy towards like things I don't know like a more positive vibe you know what I mean Positive vibe. What am I being? Am I being uh, taking shots? No, no, no. Okay, no. okay. But you know what I'm saying? Like maybe like embrace the spectacle as a as a long play palliative. Is that get those vegetable tattoos? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, get a vegetable tattoo. Let's keep going. You right. know? No. Ah. Uh, fuck shit. I mean, yeah. Do, do do what you want to do, man. Oh, come like, on, it, dude. Come on. Don't do me like that. I'm trying to. I'm just trying to, to propose a devil's advocate. No, yeah. I mean, I don't know why why make fun of people getting a vegetable tattoos? Why why not get a vegetable tattoo? I guess I'm just trying to describe like a you know. I don't know. Just all the people you see in Brooklyn, you know. For like, sure. For sure. You know the weight of all that loneliness. Okay. You know the the heaviness of. Uh, you know, the dream of a, the new American dream is, you know, it's not a chicken in every pot and view in every driveway, it's like a tinder in every pocket, right? Like, <laughs> okay, but, okay, but, what's, okay, I never, I never fucked with tinder, so I can't. I'm just saying, like, the flail, you know, like, this, this powerful flailing, this powerful invisible flailing going on all around you, you know, which is just, like, the essence of, you know, human effort, whether that's effort to, like, get laid or express yourself or both. Um, right. You know, but just, isn't that better that more people are expressing themselves in the past? Why weren't people expressing that in the past, uh, flailing around in the past? Because like maybe you're the maybe you're the blacksmith's son. So from birth you know you're the blacksmith's son. You're going to be the blacksmith. You're the slave's daughter. You're going to be the, you know what I'm saying? Right. It, the, the the reason why we're fucking flailing because it's like everything's blown open. Maybe I don't know. Or is that bad? Is that bad that everyone's trying to? No, I just mean it's more just about like. Being surrounded by just so an observation. Yeah, this right. could be the fact that you've lived in Brooklyn for ten years and I <laughs> for three months. So yes. I just don't know. I just don't know the, the, the degree. I mean, of it adds up. Yeah, there's an accretion. There's definitely like a, a layer of crud that builds up from like seeing, you know, just people's faces every day. You know? Yeah, and like all the like. The, you know, the weight, the silent weight of everything, especially on the train. <laughs> okay. I try to avoid the train. It can be a little intense okay. sometimes. Okay. Okay, so, can I shift the thread real quick? Yeah. Or yeah, go yeah. back to this other one about, uh, I'm just, I'm really fascinated with this about, um, like, paring down the words and, like, re- reckoning with what you can't say because it seems so counterintuitive. Of, but then I also, uh, of why you would be able to, no, I mean, it, it makes sense. I'm not going to uh, like I don't get that, but um, right. I noticed you had a your old copy of Gravity's Rainbow in the box of books you're giving away. Because uh, I, I like my older copy. Okay, for sure. Okay, yeah, that's a double. But I mean, I just I'm just it's just interesting because I know you have the history, or you you know you you'll read some long ass long ass rambly books also, but your actual poetry is hyper pared down. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And do you well do you, do you do you think those guys are there's I don't know how do you how do you feel about them now? The, what, the big, like, the, the big, Wallaces the big book, book writers trying to, try, thinking that they can't explain a whole world <laughs> in the first place, you know? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, that just seems like such a huge undertaking, you know, like, uh, trying to write a novel like that. I, I, I in a flawed one, or? Anyone. Trying to, like, throw that many words at something and, like, building characters and, like, Jesus Christ. 
Okay. Like but you still fuck with them as a as a reader? Um, I haven't read the last novel I read. For sure. Yeah, but I mean, I'm never, you know, I'm always going to keep the books around. Yeah. Okay. So there is hope in writing a big thing that's worth uh, somebody. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Word. No, but yours, yours, it's like serial. You know, you like, uh, serialized it. Like it's in these little... What are you talking about? Your thing. What, what was my thing? Like what you're working on. Um... It's not like a giant sprawling novel. It's like a serialized thing. Oh, okay. I thought you were asking a question about that. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I, was, I just got I got lost. You're saying, what's a serialized thing? My thing is? Yeah. Okay. And that that different than the big thing? Yeah. But, I mean, it's like different concerns. Oh, oh I see. Because I said, oh, there is hope. No, I wasn't talking about myself, bro. I was just talking about the culture, you know? <laughs> um, um, I see what you're saying. Um, no, no. I was more thinking about just in the general sense of like writing in general because um, I mean yeah I feel like um, now the wave is like trying to get into the real is like I mean even talking to um, Yasmin about Elena Ferrante earlier is like you get so into it because it feels so real right because somebody like reflecting on past events and like pointing them but but maybe trying to make the barrier of language as, as unhindered as possible right by writing in clear, clear prose, and, right. and and you know what I'm saying. What do you think about that way? Do you think how do how do you think that fits in the spectrum of of our inability yet insistence on trying to <laughs> describe the past thing? You think you kind of kill it all? So I mean, it makes sense that you're talking about Bologna, and Bologna only wrote the big thing explaining everything as he was dying. Right. So is that like yeah? And Elena, Elena Ferrante's later in life, as she went back. So maybe that's part of it. Like if you're gonna about to die anyway, might as well just kill all the past and pin it down. But if you're still living, it's us. Yeah, you're you're basically building a little, uh, you know, a curiosity cabinet. Sometimes novels feel like. A What are you doing, bro? I'm trying to find, you know, you're like, I was trying to find something on a computer that, the, how that walk mantics poem started. Oh. Which is this document. You can find it? Later. Okay. I don't know, it's, I have to download the new version. I made you so accusatory. What the fuck are you doing, dog? Pay attention to me. <laughs> it's um, like, a, it's this long, it's like a two pages of solid text called The Same Ghost of the Mountains, you know, and it's like really working out all those thoughts about like I think projecting you, yourself on, you know. I think you said that to me yeah, before. Like I remember that. Years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. like this rant. You know, but that got down to like eighteen lines. Okay. You know, so that's a lot. Like a lot of what I write starts in prose. You know, it starts okay. in um, it starts in rant form. Oh yeah, or like it doesn't even make sense. Like, like this doesn't make sense. The first page of this notebook. It just says nightmare about saying I love you to a woman in my dream last night. <laughs> that's clever. Uh. That's like a tweet, bro. You gotta be tweeting, dogs. <laughs> Why is this in your notebook and handwriting? Get it out to the world. You gotta share it. Like, what's better than constant anxiety that you're not doing the right thing? Laughing when you are moving forward. When going to sleep feels like giving up or dying, this is even more of a necessity for a person like me if there were any. I feel that, dude. You gotta, you gotta, hey pal, lighten up, you know? <laughs> and then just like, uh, trying to like figure out you know, there's something about, like, um, 
guess you would call it toxic masculinity, aka masculinity. <laughs> uh, just like thinking about why why people kill each other and like why men are violent. <laughs> and, like, I think about that a good deal. What do you have to say about it? Is the enthusiasm for killing that so many men seem to have due more to an essential hatred of life and the desire to enjoying of dispatching souls and relishing in one's own self-appointed roles, the doler of the balance between here and there? Or is this more accurately and usefully attributed to the obverse, the love of life, and the push to propagate oneself <laughs> brand? Seed. As Sherman Williams says, cover the earth. Hey, but see, a brand isn't a seed. Uh, because a brand doesn't affect uh, a person, uh, that, you know. I think I think, I think you got to be real about the seed impulse and then direct it into like non, non. Uh, <laughs> what's the word? Uh, you know, uh, it's not. It's not. It's, not, it's a thing that's there that something could come to. Someone could come to, but it's not forced into uh, into the world out of a out of a womb. You know. Oh what? Hey, hey! I'm, that seems like shot to somebody. No, I, I know, but no, I, everyone, you know, there's different ways to do it. Um, yeah, I, I had a similar idea where I was trying to figure out when I was thinking about quitting a thing one time, and I had this whole thing that I ended up cutting. But it was like wondering if my impulse and my shame around quote unquote quitting is because I've been taught this by toxic masculinity over the years in sports narratives, or whether our history. Of humans, this is like some evolutionary, like some SS shit, but it's just a thought I had. The history of humans has to do with, uh, you know, I'm saying, uh, uh, groups of people murking other groups of people. So naturally, everybody who's here now, it's sort of like your uh, our idea about the animals who have survived the apocalypse. Everybody who's here now is has the genetic makeup uh, is passed down from somebody who passed it down and won and passed down. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, but it's you know it always gets a little nebulous when you try to uh, uh, reduce it all to um, biology, no, right? The ways, the ways that we affect each other and oppress each other are maybe you can try to find biological um, causes for them, you know, or you could just say that people like having power and being in control. And when right. in history has a group ever like willingly ceded power? You know what I mean? Never. Right. Nobody seeds power. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. like, the things that, like, you know, I don't think that there's a vision of, uh, or at least it doesn't seem very likely, and maybe this is just, you know, I mean, not maybe, definitely, everything that I say is, like, tainted. my own privileged life, but that also the vision of like a harmonious world is yeah. kind of a sad joke um, because oh. there's no, I don't, I can't picture a, a situation in which harmony, harmony, quote unquote, is enforced any way other than via violence. Right, domination. I mean, we're, an, we're, we're animals, um, uh, and humans, but we're also animals. We're not but, all going to get along. Yeah, but I also think what's also a sad joke is even trying to make a statement about, like, the group, uh, uh, about larger patterns. I mean, like, we only have this vantage point. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's a... But I'd be getting into arguments with I people mean, about could that. Only be which you, might just... It might just uh, validate my self-absorption. Uh, I mean, history that, curves one way, 
and I don't think it's towards justice. Okay. So far, well, yeah. You know. Okay. But that doesn't mean there's no hope to come up with a way for you to. Because so what are you saying? Well, we all need power. We all want power. We all need power to be okay. But how, I feel like there's different ways to to gain power, and not all of them are are. Um, why can't I find this word? When you do something that directly affects somebody else or, or encroaches on somebody else, I want to say like, oppressive, but that's not right. Um, that aren't. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They're like non. Like you could do. There's ways to gain power. Uh, that don't, yeah, that don't harm anybody else, right? And if, yeah, if you're part of the Libertarian Party, I guess. So what do you mean? What the yourself. fuck does that mean? Just like, not like, their whole thing. Like, every, every you know, you just do, do your own thing, everyone does their own thing, as long as they're not encroaching on other people's things. But it's like, no, you are. By being alive and making choices about your life, you're encroaching on other people's lives. Sorry. That's why conflict exists. Okay, you know? okay. I see, I see what you're saying. But I mean, you should get tangible with it. I'm just talking about, okay, like one way you get power is like by accruing and stacking capital, right? Yeah. Or inheriting it. Or inheriting it, right? Yeah. And then you're, you're partaking in this, you know, whatever. But that's, okay, what about, um, what about uh, um, um, uh, articulating yourself? to somebody in a context where you, uh, okay, that's, that's a little vague. Um, what about, you know what I'm saying, coming up on like a lit blazer at the thrift store, you know what I'm saying, and just like going down the street, I feel, I feel, I feel sexy right now, I feel good, you know, or what about, you know what I'm saying, like, but then, I don't know, I just, I think that's a little uh, defeatist to just say all we want is the same type of power and we're all going to, you know what I'm saying? No, you have to be, no, not in an individual's life, but like talking about like broad social struggles, like what happens after equity is achieved and like, and that, I don't know, it just means something different for every society, I guess, but like, I just, I don't know. That's the whole problem with like the liberal left, right? Like we want everything to be equal for everybody as long as we're still in power. Like, this will be an equitable power, soft power. Like, I don't know. I don't buy it. <laughs> okay. I think well, like, well how, what kind? Well, how do you? How do you gain the power? Okay, to be okay. You put this book out. That's a completion of a thing that you did, and that probably adds to your sense of ability. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Um, you work. You know what I'm saying? Like, how does it tangibly apply to you? That's hard to say. I mean, it, it feels like it does less the struggle for power. It feels like it does, applies to me less in my life. I know because, like, um, starting with my parents' generation, there was no more, like, struggle for power, you know, and their sort of, like, upward mobility, you know what I mean? Like, after people immigrated and then it was, like, uh, Americanization and then it was it. There was... Um, but also, like you know, like what the, the power, the struggle for power ended after. In a, I feel like in, in like generational sense, you know what I mean? Like, um, but I don't really want to talk about that anymore. Okay, for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I mean, you, you're trying to get power, like in the poetry scene. You know, like everyone wants whatever power and attention, and uh, I guess a lot of. Uh, it, it seems like it can't be avoided, but, you know, it doesn't mean there are a lot of things to say about it. So I guess a lot of what I write is kind of against that, like against 
the coziness of your own politics. You know what I mean? Like, just break things up a little bit, break things open a little bit. Yeah, so that's why it's like, okay, I'm, so I'm speaking from, like, you know, a privileged history. Uh, so that's the confession part. And then the accusation is like, you know, the accusation is the accusation. It's like, you know, it's a, it's like an aggressive mea culpa, you know. And you think uh, that will make things better because then people will be more self-aware? It's just the way I talk. That's <laughs> the, sure. the way I write. That's sure. the way I, like, understand these problems, you know, because I see so many of my, like, white friends just, like, frozen. Like, what they're frozen. What do you mean? They don't know what to do with, like, Debilitated. the sudden... Yeah, the sudden realization of, like, everything that they're suddenly realizing. Okay, it's, okay. Like, woke moment, you know, like... And they... It's, like... So there's a lot of, like, contortions that go on, like, trying to present yourself. Or, right. Like, trying to say, oh, not me, not me, but, like, I'm also right. against this. And, like, I just, I don't know. It's like, okay, you be brutally honest about with yourself about where you're coming from and why you are where you are in a broad sense. Recognize it. And then, like, if you want to attack that from, like, a social justice viewpoint and make your life about that, then you should. But either way, like... Or just write about it or something. But either way, you have to, like, know where you're coming from. You know? Okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're trying to make that... the paralysis that I see afflicting people's, like, you know, good-hearted, liberal, white, college-educated people is, like... <laughs> is you're going they, in, bro. You're going on tired, but, you know... That they, uh, you know, they don't, they don't, like... They can't figure out what it means to them when they get smacked by the whole weight and history of their own privilege okay. like generational wealth like they they can't deal with it it's like how does how do they can't reconcile that with like their image of themselves as a good as a good person yeah but you think someone's gonna read some read someone taking shots at that and then be like oh I get it now no of course not okay maybe but <laughs> then okay so I don't know I've been thinking a lot about that baseline feeling of you know you're saying we all want to get power we all want to get power put our things out, get our name out in the game, whatever. But, um, and then it's also, but then there's also, you want to get power, you want to, I feel like there's a difference between trying to stack power and trying to subsist. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's like this Holbeck thing, like in the map of the territory, I would say all the time, and I think about it all the time, this idea that the way people do things is inspiration and passion, like something comes over you, and then you do the thing, because I, I was overtaken by the, no, it's necessity, necessity makes you do things, right, is when you have no choice, and you need to, in order to eat. It's like that Bukowski poem, uh, Air and Light. Fuck Bukowski, keep going. Well, yeah, but he makes the good, he makes the good point, like, people are like, I just need a big, airy, clean space to write in, where I can really sit down. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's like, no, you're gonna write, and then you listen to other examples, you know, it's like, when you're driving the ambulance in the war zone or like when your family is being chased well, out of the country or like when you're like uh you know like uh like in the hospital with cancer like it's a necessity like it's not about setting it's about like when it comes out it comes out right but that's more of the inspiration idea right and that's, that's the that's always that's, that's, that's my, a privilege idea we'll keep on this has always been my approach to poetry like i have definitely the reason that bukowski thing uh spoke to me because I've definitely been, you know, uh, guilty of that. Like, oh, if I just get yeah. the right setting, the right amount of light through the window and the table and the time, and I'll sit down. No, and then it becomes just the, like a, the world's greatest exercise in... Um, navel-gazing. Navel-gazing. What's the word? Not plagiarism. Uh, procrastination. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, 
Yeah, I mean... And so, like, it, when the poem is, like, squirted out of your psyche, that's when it's squirted out. And, like, that's why this 23-page chapbook essentially took, like, six years. Okay, well, yeah, that's... like, I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, that's actually, like, the opposite of what I'm saying. Because I'm saying... Because you're saying, yeah, whatever gets squirted out, it's not about... But, but if, if you get hit with necessity and you're doing something, right. you need that thing to generate income for you. Right. Because you need to eat. Then... The question doesn't become, oh, I'm going to go, you know, ejaculate words at a high rate now. It becomes, what can I create that could have a useful purpose for somebody? So then you're considering what type of writing could, then everything just becomes self-help manuals. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Or, um, so then, so then, then it's like, then it's like, maybe you could write where you're not just trying to get your fucking... You're your trying, yeah, you're trying to help me. Well, so then it's like letter, like a letter, you're writing a letter. So what what are you writing for? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so then, um, then maybe, yeah, I don't know. That's that's been kind of. Strange. I was talking to a friend about that, about how, um, and then also when you, and then he was talking about how he's a, a, attracted to more kind of like this alt lit wave and uh, prose that's way more pared down. The more pared down it is the more the reader could um, make up his own meaning through it. Sure, but then you get into some vague shit like Maggie Nelson. You know what I mean? What? What do you mean? I mean, not that she's vague shit, but like, sometimes it's like, there can be, I can feel the weight of like an assumed profundity in like the evacuated space on the page, you know what I mean? Like, like there's oh I'm going in and I'm going deep because there's not a whole lot here and I'm gonna like build this vague framework that you can fill in with your own like no doubt present like beautiful take on things it's like you know what maybe maybe do a little more work maybe like give Bro. me a better <laughs> okay 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 Some, uh, that's okay my, that's my so, main criticism of her work okay and the only one other I mean obviously no 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 so you're what are you saying boy like everybody else okay 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 yeah but I mean the point of the point of stuff that could that is there to help people is if it doesn't help you, you don't need to engage with it. You know what I mean? But that's different than creating something that you, the reader has to work through and like hope to get uh, in order to get on the privileged view. You know what I mean? Right. Like you don't. The whole point is that we don't have a privileged view, isn't it? I don't know. I'm not starting to make sense. This fucking split is dead to me, but I'm just smoking <laughs> another. Yeah. So what? Okay. So then, so then, are you kind of saying that your your stance and your reason for writing is sort of to try to make people more aware of the things that they're not aware of? Ooh, I don't know about that. Um, I'm baiting you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm baiting you. No, I just want because I want. That's the biggest question I've been I've been thinking about. Of like, you're right. There is a proliferation of everyone can write you. Everyone can. Get their you know vegetable tap. So right. then it changes what 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 the point of it uh, could be, or what the point of partaking in that game could right. be, right? So then I've been grappling with what I think it could be, and I've gone through stuff of like first it's like oh it's just for yourself. Well you won't be satisfied if it's just for yourself. Oh it's just for you know a person. One person. And then and then you know what I mean or whatever. Like well, you write for ideas. your little your imagined community and your imagined audience and like you know. But what if you don't want to just write for an imagined audience? You want to tangibly affect living people, or you want to tend to communicate with living people? Yeah, you can try. That's all I'm saying. You can try. <laughs> you know, but I mean, there has to like. I think it's arrogant to think you're writing for the whole world. 
No, I, I'm talking about writing. I'm talking about writing in general, writing a text, writing a letter to somebody. Like I mean, it's saying? half. It's like half necessity, right? Like I need to process all this information of being alive, and half like, you know, what you're doing is like styling the necessity, basically. You know what, what are you mean? talking about? Styling the necessity. What comes out as writing is it's like you write it. I write it because it's necessary. And I'm not just talking about it, but okay. like. But then you, once that necessary thing comes out, then you, like, you know, put your spin on it, basically. You put your stamp on it. Like, that's where, like, form and... Uh, what are you talking about comes out? When you write it down or yeah. when you publish it? No, okay. when, when, it, when, it, when you... I mean, like, comes out. Because that's right, how it is right. for me. It just comes out. And then right. you, you know, and then you style it. You revise it. And that's where, like, you're trying you to... style it or you Like, specific it. audience. You know what I mean? But, yeah. like... It comes out as, as necessity, not like, oh, this is maybe what my audience would want to read. You know, that shit No, for exist. sure, for sure. But you, it's what you want to read. Because you write it down, and then you reread it, and then you're no longer the person who wrote it, Well, right? sometimes, you know, in some ways it's like, you know, some of what I'm writing is just what I want to see written. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see, I mean, or, this is what I'm interested in. Writing is what I would want to read. Right. You know? Yeah. So that's sometimes you keep it really close to the sleeve, like that, you know, or close to the vest. I think uh, you just you, sometimes you feel like you're just writing for yourself. Yeah. But then you can, like, yeah. But I, mean, I don't know, like, anyway, this, this new thing that I started is called Recycled Witness. I'm not going to read it, but I'm just saying that's like, I feel like that relates to what. Like, you're a witness to everything that goes on. That's the name of the poem. I know. Too, yeah. so the, but that's what the new manuscript is called. Oh. You're working on a new manuscript? Yeah. Lit. And it's all like prose It's called Recycle. It's prose chunks? Yeah. You want to read some? Yeah, I can read some. Lit. Uh, <laughs> this, is when, this is when the podcast, this is when it's good, it's about a book, or else we just spiral out forever, you know? Uh, For about, each, you know, it's, I, this is the working title. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the working title is like, uh, I here it is with like the, the, the tattoo hate again. Yo, it's, it's, it's called working. We get that tobacco leaf tag. This was so called stick and poke. Is the working title? You fuck, dude. Why are you taking shots at me, bro? Why are you taking <laughs> shots at me, bro? Up. I'm not taking. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. In each day's in each day's end, there's a moment of surrender, caffeinatedly euphoric and totally nuts. Not a shot at you. A little, <laughs> a a little metamedia brain frisk before bed where a sodden disregard for life and others does seem to radiate from the plans laid for everyone else from the blueprint of friendship itself. On then to the fruitless retention in each day's end where some assumed we has gathered its strength, gripping each substance in service to its pert denial of indicting possibilities. Transience, gratitude, and music are the only tools left with any edge. The shed has been difficult to reach this year. This year has been hourly, unsettlingly fecund, full of sustainable farming, and shot to pieces by a young, eking desert people in the corner of my mind and out there, ordering everything to submit to their kindness. They are everywhere, arrive home without the use of force, shift from sensation to experience without narrating, and create circumstances without performing an idea of labor centered around itself. They differ having already realized through some radical projection of an emphatic consciousness that adventure and misery are, to the detriment of neither, the same thing. What? Yeah, it's about, like, hipsters, it's about like hipsters in Tucson. Those are the desert people. But that's also, adventures and misery are the same thing? Yeah. That's, that's, I'm feeling that a lot. That's, or, oh, no, 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 okay. 
not adventurous, but, but no, there's that, sometimes there's the idea that you just gotta go on a mission and like oh solve everything. No, but you're then going like, on an experience. You got, you got grat- what, what are the only things that withstand gratitude and transience gratitude and music? That's real, bro. That's <laughs> real. You got yeah, yeah. That's real. That's real. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's like you know I'm just like, I like that to like write in. Um, what? Wanting to write in uh, full sentences again. You know what I yeah, mean? you yeah. still, you still, but you still got that fucking clutch. You could, like you get that goddamn poet, like, like as long as my my brain goes in waves, like I just need like a pause. You know, what I'm saying? you got those periods. No, no, but that's a flow. That's a flow. That's yeah. very musical. Yeah. It's very musical. <laughs> uh, Callback. And um, poetry. This is a working title. This one's a little long. Okay, shoot. Wait, oh, so you're working on a bunch of little guys like this? I've only got three. That's so lit, though. Like, it takes, that, it takes that's, like two months to write That's the amount you want to look at. Yeah. Like, pare it down. You, know, so yeah. you can't say everything. Well, yeah, so that's how long it looks on the page. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's like up. Bigger spacing. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, Respect the page. Give the yeah. page its own thing. <laughs> There's only, what, one or two poems in there that go over one page? Is that right? Yeah. I think Fold Street's actually the only one. Yeah, that's... Yeah. And yeah, little I gotta sips, get this. Little sips. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. This one's... I was reading a lot of Bruce Chatlin, and then also thinking about, like, having been away from catering yeah. long enough to yeah. like, start to think about it, really, the process that, like, six years of shit. <laughs> uh, the state-sponsored artist with wisdom in one hand, artifice in the other, mourning the loss of her exclusive hold on her own misery... She strides in, her whole body is wrapped up in the gate, an example of its rhythm's power to course through limb and cotton, the gate an example of evolution, the gate that our near ancestors used to chase antelope across the plains and steppes at a walk until the animal collapsed and was then strangled. She strides in and he follows her, whacking against my eyeballs like an advertisement for mystery leather and tobacco. I almost see her upside down. The near-black columnar clouds of her eyes are where stars are born. I remain in curiosity about him, the atmosphere of his intentions seeming to curdle beneath her orbit's pull, a solvent for a single day's evaluation and a personal companion. They are together. Their college friends are history. Let's rip off a little boat. Let's rip off what? <laughs> a little, little yachty. <laughs> wait, wait, how? Oh, no, that's right. Okay. Uh, the room is an opera of coffee and chocolate. The vibe is generally salty flat top of the mind, plus celebrity-spawned donations. This is a room full of people getting off, faces like a frozen thought bubble in Comic Sans. Puffy, off-white, they end our world. Like crumbs on a mouth, blatant fears litter the spines of these well-read policy wonks and different bad-back desk lunch swivels in the e-light, doing the real important foundational work in the inherited colonies, changing suffering into donations, donations into a guilt-free handmade reality. With utter surety of contempt for them, I move glass, send wood, squirt juice. The top of the rock resurrects an old receipt, uses it to rub the reputations from my mouth. She strides in. So that's in progress, but like, it's not as sharp as the other one, you know? And I'm just trying to. Taking shots in that one, bro. I know. And it's, it's, it's too. It's too. It's too. It's too, like, these fucking people. You know what I mean? It yeah, needs yeah, to yeah. sharpen, it needs to turn back in. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's what uh, that's what we, it's like. Um, Belanya says that thing about about memoirs. He first says like, I don't want to hear a memoir unless uh, your penis is uh, twelve inches uh, long, wet, wet, and flaccid. 
uh, boring you are a cultured older woman who lived uh, uh, like crazy ass life as a prostitute for 20 years before <laughs> like unless you unless you are doing the craziest shit why are you writing about yourself right. but then another place it says if you are writing about yourself you have to be the object of every criticism like because the, the, like, the impulse in the, mem- the why memoirs get bad is how people want to remember themselves. It's like the coolest person ever, right, but like right, it's right, only right. interesting for somebody else if you're like highly criticizing yourself. You know what I'm saying? But that's, this is different. You, that's like a diss track, bro. You can make a diss track. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you just gotta call some shit out. Or put some shit on blast. That's lit, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just ethering that whatever poetry that was. <laughs> 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 Yo, you got sick of cell me and me. Sorry, that's a, wait, why is that little Yachty represented? That's a little oblique. Um, uh, because he uh, he has that you know that uh, that that song he raps on with uh, what's that kid saying Kyle? Yeah, yeah. Like I spy. Track. That song is lit. Yeah, I spy. He's like uh, he's, he's just talking about everybody that didn't used to fuck with him. Okay. Now how they're all they went to college and now they're history. <laughs> okay, I got you. That's funny, bro. I guess like all his friends in high school that like thought you know like fuck you know like yeah, yeah, it sounded yeah. like he was very popular and then they're like oh well, we're going to college and that's, now that's like that's, that's like that's like that's like the classic that's like the classic vibes like it's like there's all, every rapper has to have that song where it's just like right. I'm here now. All the haters. Yeah, yeah. What's good? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a starter from the bottom uh, uh, genre. Yeah, yeah. Um, yo, um, what was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, wait, can I, can I say a person? Wait, yeah, yeah. Wait, no, I say like, this is oh, a do good... We not, we did, we, do we not address that? Do we talk about what you just read more? Is that enough? Oh, if you want to say something else. Oh, no. What were you going to say? I was going to say top blocker. Yes. Yeah. Much. yeah. I wanted to explain. Yeah, let's go back. Remember that email? Yeah. Wait, did, wait, I, wait. did I reply that to everybody when I sent out the email for the book for the whole family? And then I was like, you said that it's somebody not, was like, explain the title. It, it is what it is. Yeah. Like a cloud is. Yeah. Is that what I said? Yeah. I like any reference to clouds. Where clouds, yeah. like people gotta be aware. No, I, I like being aware. No, clouds. Yeah, I think I think because our moving, the dispersing. Our, our grandpa wrote me back and I said, uh, and he said, "This is a cop out. What does it mean?" He said that? Yeah. Wallace, don't take that shit. Don't be that cryptic fuck shit. He's Explain like, yourself. Explain yourself, boy. Yeah. What, did, what did you say? Uh, fuck, now I want him to Ah, that's lit. I, I went off, you know. I oh, I see. Yeah, I was like, well, all right, buddy. Here's what it means. Yeah, this is why, this is why, this is why all our poems are... Just shots. Shots. Let me tell you, bud. Let me tell you about this. Damn, bro, how'd you get that fucking maroon personalized Gmail, dude? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I said, congratulations, I expect to see it soon on the New York Times bestseller list. But come on, explain the title. Clouds can be explained. There are atmospheric phenomenon, so fess up. <laughs> anyway, what are you doing now to earn a living? You've gone from grad student to school teacher to public. Okay, don't put me on blast right here. You're not hearing this. This is like this is like putting personal emails on blast. You know what I'm saying? This is like I'm off. Fuck, fuck everybody. Okay, no, here it is. Maybe the title means something like a top blocker. A top blocker. Not that it's a thing in the sense that it's a noun, but is more a concept. Something that blocks the top. Okay. Something that seeks to stay or defense against notions of superiority. Oh, whoa. Okay. As I'm sure you realize from time to time. 
Most, oh, social, behavior, shots most social behavior involves people trying to put themselves over something or someone, pretending to pre-knowledge, not open to learning something new, not able to really prostate themselves and metabolize information of any sort. Okay. So it's a reference to this inability, a warning, a note, okay. a reminder to not do this. Top, okay, okay, okay. So top block, you, you know, you know, you know what top, what top, like top means like, like, in, you know what I'm saying? Well, like head. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> top blocker. Nah. 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 This is, this has too much affirmation of my own power. Yeah. We will do other activities involving, yeah, anyway. There are, <laughs> get out on that sometimes. What? <laughs> no, you're like, fuck, nah, nah, nah. Okay. That was, nobody listening. Well, that's, that's interesting. That's interesting. Okay. Top blocker. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I get that. And that, so it wasn't just a cryptic throwaway about the cloud. No. His clouds are up. You know what, you know what, you know, you know, you know that all my names are related to clouds. Uh, Oh wait, shit! Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, right here, right here. Actually, explain. okay. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, um. Shit. Okay. Alan Watts in some of his better-known Berkeley lectures talks about the etymology of the word consciousness. Co. To decide, please make that distinction. The problem, a newer problem now, is that there's just so fucking much of the information to cleave from. Okay. The top blocker then is maybe a mindset. Block that top. Disavow the notion. That <laughs> I guess I can only imagine one way now. <laughs> more worthy than no. something else. That no, there is top. a metric or an answer. That there is basically a cure for the search. So you know. What's the cure? There ain't no cure, bro. That's what I'm saying. That's what. It, that's oh, what oh, the idea is that there's a cure. the notion that there okay, is. Okay, I got you. <laughs> You're like that's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. I feel that. I feel that. You know. So I'm not saying this decision can't be made or shouldn't be made. Just that in most ways, in my observation of people. It very quickly leads to a lazy, self-servicing, self-serving, possibly globally destructive way of thinking. Okay, that'd be sounding accusatory unless you apply it in a political way. Because I can see that in a political way, but in terms of day-to-day interactions, you can't ever know what anybody's going, what they're actually thinking. No, but it's like, no, but you don't, don't, just basically don't think defensively. You know what I mean? Like, is that what I just did? No, no, no. <laughs> fuck. No, like, just don't, don't, like, get, you know, and that's a problem in art making and art perceiving, too, for a lot of people. I think a lot of my friends, especially, like, they think that there's an answer. You know, they think there's a better, right way to do something. They think there's a formula, and they're yeah. trying to hew to this, you know, they're trying to, like, make their interaction with the world match the shape of the deformed thing in their head, to, to paraphrase David Samuels, you know, and that's yeah. just, that's going to cause you a lot of pain. But, okay, but how do you know? I gathered that not by looking at somebody but by like the you know taking in like the breadth of their personality and what they share with you for sure I feel that well I'll, with the thing I was going to say well I wasn't going to say because I thought I was putting people on blast but you already uh, set the, you already went too far so this is like this is complete, you set the stage this is super minor because we're talking about the point of writing and shit and uh um you know um uh, you went hella far so it's good but um uh, just I was thinking about like letters and stuff, and, and like my, uh, talking to talking to uh, the, the old man, right? Um, and uh, hasn't been in his communication with Wallace is like, you know, yeah. but they've been they've been talking a lot now because they've been writing emails, and you know, what I'm saying like my dad doesn't feel the pressure of the vibe, but writing, writing, and then he's like, he, he can think about what he wants to say, he doesn't get caught in some fucking, you know, and that's good for both of them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they should try to Writing get that emails. shit, they should try to, try to get that shit down before, so you know, before Walt dies, honestly. Hey, whoa, whoa, but, no, but see, like, writing, I, when I was talking about the point of writing, I wasn't talking about the point of how to write a good 
like book that you know what I mean and just like in general like you just try to communicate like and then that will bleed into it yeah like write like you write like that you know what I mean yeah I don't know um <laughs> sorry I kinda how you feeling holy shit two hours it's almost good. yeah yeah um, I don't know. I should wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. All right. Cool. You wanted to say any more things about the book specifically? Did I talk uh, about the book enough? I told you I always be going on some tangents. <laughs> the book. The book is called Top Blocker. Some I don't even know how to say it. Gauss PDF. G A U S S PDF. Dude, I'm gonna put the link in the fucking yeah, description, yeah, you can bro. Buy it online. Cop this shit, bro. This shit is lit. Four bucks. Four bucks. Um, no, this is this is sick as fuck, dude. Um, yeah, I, um, I, 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 because you, you said some shit too, where you were like, you said when you sent it out, you were like, um, you could probably read it in an hour, or just like, or or just read it, unless you're incapable of uh, reading books, poetry books front to back like I am, yeah. <laughs> which is lit because because I'd just be having this around and then just like read one real yeah. quick, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Can't, I can't and think about it. That's how I'd be hopping around yeah. with this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then it's also I love when you read some shit and then it, it has different. I don't know. It's just funny that we're at the place. Out the Fulton Street con, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. In the world, you know what I'm saying? Stabs at the world. We're not common. Di- I don't know why I'm using the we, but yeah. Uh, yeah, fuck, dude. I, I don't know if we had any lingering threads, so we're probably good. No, we're good. Squad. <laughs>